Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. Love! Here's a fun fact. The only time this band gets played on this show is when you're here. Shalom. Here's a fun fact. I, on Thanksgiving, I texted one Mr. Fred Schneider and said, Happy Thanksgiving, Fred. I hope your day is fab. And he texted back, Thank you. I hope yours is too. Oh, I thought it just stopped who, at thank you. No, no I, was, I was waiting for thank you. Who dis? Yeah. Who dis? <laughs> New, New phone, phone who, who dis? <laughs> so, yes. I try not to text Fred that much, but every once in a while. Mackie's got that riz just, with the B-52s. Just, just couldn't help yourself, could you? Well, I mean, it was, you know, sometimes I'll text Fred and sometimes I'll text Kate and sometimes I'll text Cindy. Kate and Cindy don't respond, but Fred does every once in a while. Okay, thanks. Okay, thanks. Bye. Security. <laughs> Block. New phone, please. New phone, please. I need new phones. How'd he get my burner number? <laughs> I know, right? Exactly. <laughs> no, I'm tight with them. Tight-ish. Tight-esque. Close-ish. Okay. I thought they I thought they had stopped touring. They stopped touring, but they have a residency in Viva Las Vegas. Here we go. And they will be there in August, and I think they're about to announce that they'll be back in July. So they're in their 70s. They're the, the, not spring know, chickens. The B, well, no, none of us are. Uh, you know, the B-52s are like the new Kiss. They just, they, they do not know how to do a farewell tour. But I feel, oh, they did have a farewell tour. I know, and uh, they're still touring. They're not touring. They're at a, they're not. See, the, you're parsing it. By the way, they said, and you brought this up earlier this week, Scott, that it was their last show. Kiss, yeah. yeah, Saturday night, yeah. Uh, if you read further in the story, what they said was it last is their last in show in makeup. Yep, I read that. Oh, doors wide open yep. to play for oh. the next 20 years with no makeup. Yep, they're just tired of putting on the makeup. I and, mean, and, 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 and as a guy who was in a Kiss tribute band a decade ago, I don't blame them, I don't blame them one bit. I, I would have to put that makeup on every when I was in almost Kiss. Uh, Putting on that makeup is an hour-long ordeal at best. Hmm. Well, yeah, you're literally painting your entire face and, and it has neck to be and, perfect. Yeah. There's a lot of showmanship with Kiss, but now they're just going to go out as 70-year-old. Bland. Yes. I'd still go see it. I know I'd would. still go see it. And then you'd go, I have a kiss cave. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have a kiss cave. <laughs> what do I sound like? I have a kiss cave. 
<laughs> Kiss Kate. I'm from Germany. <laughs> okay. I haven't I have gone out of my way for at least a year, maybe two. Oh god, here it comes, Sam. This is a grievance on a Thursday. Uh-huh. I have gone out of my way for the last year, maybe two, to never say anything about having ever lived in a foreign country that may or may not be named Germany. Uh-huh. But yet it will not die. Well, I mean, Sam, I feel like we keep it alive. I, I know. I mean, it is one of those things that has sort of defined your career. It has been really enjoyable to watch you dance around mentioning where you may or may not have lived Germany. for certain references. Alemania. What? That's French. Oh. For Germany. Anyway. Yeah. It's been fun. I, I don't even talk about it. I mean, you guys have literally forced me to ignore or forget. From whence you came. Yes. Well, and if you remember correctly, it didn't become such a running joke until we started playing Dana and Park's bingo. Mm -hmm. Oh, I loved Dana and Park's And then you guys bingo. had to catch on that we were doing it because you couldn't figure out why we were yelling bingo on the air randomly. <laughs> oh, those were good times. And you messed it up by mentioning Germany every day. <laughs> That's almost like a free square. Back in the day, it was almost like you just knew, so. Yeah, so I, I, won't, I won't even mention it. I've completely wiped the greatest three years of my life out of my mind. Okay, let's not go quite that extreme. Yep. I know it's still in there because I see. I your... still have Dana and Parks bingo cards right here. No, what are what are the rest of them? Uh, soccer. <laughs> Parks can't feel his face. Okay. Or anything that, involving the windshield. That that's inappropriate. That, that's inappropriate. Uh, Lee Wood, Saint Margaret, golf, big juicy. Strawberry shortcake underpants. What? I, I forgot about that one. It's a good one. That was when Dana was in gym class. Oh. Ropo. Yep. Unremarkable injuries. <laughs> Topeka. <laughs> KU and or Lawrence. Uh, oh, this gosh. is your show. <laughs> this is your show. Let's all remember. Kansas City's anchorman, Chris Ketz. This is your show. Kansas City's anchorman, Chris Ketz. Run, don't walk. Oh, that reminds me. And uh, Sam, get your finger on the dumb button because there is one word in here uh, she does say to me. Dana sent me a video this morning. Oh, she doesn't have TSA pre. Yes. Have you seen this video, Sam? I have not, no. Okay. So at one point, and I think I've watched this video enough, I know where it is, uh, where she says GD. Uh, so if, if, if I m mess up and that goes over the air, just dump it real fast. But listen to this video that she sent me this morning. Last night at all, and I've no sleep, and it's 4.30 in the morning. She's at the airport. I'm just throwing this out. Oh, dang it. Why did it stop? So, I didn't sleep last night at all, and I've no sleep, and it's 4.30 in the morning. I'm just throwing this out for discussion. If you are married, and one of you is TSA pre- and the other spouse is not T.S. Avery. Do you dump your spouse while she hauls all of this luggage and drops her book multiple times? Or 
do you say, oh, honey, I will stand with the unwashed masses with you because you don't happen to be TSA pretty. And you know why I'm not TSA pretty? Because my name has changed so many times. <clears throat> TSA doesn't know what to do with me. They don't even know who I am. I stopped at the sensory lounge because I'm having some sensory overload issues right now. So I'd like to thank the mayor for the sensory lounge. And I'm about to take the book that is in my hand and clock someone over the head with it. But that would be battery. I'm not actually going to do that. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Right there. TSA pre. <laughs> I, I've had TSA pre since... It was a thing. I probably had it for a decade. Well, apparently so is Chris. And I'm like, bah! If you don't have TSA free, that's on you. <laughs> now, I will say, and I can't speak for Dana, had it been the other way around, she's going through that TSA pre and leaving Chris in the well. line with, as she put it, the unwashed. <laughs> what is it you guys say? Not riffraff. The, what's the word? Ne'er-do-wells. Ne'er-do-wells. With the ne'er-do-wells and the regular... Normal people. Pedestrian. <laughs> the pedestrian people. The Pedest- unwashed masses. The pedest- I love that. The pedestrian line. 913-586-7798. Apparently, Chris is, uh, he's pre. She is not. She had to go through the normal line, like all of us. She's pretty angry about it. <laughs> pretty <laughs> yeah, she <is. laughs> angry about it. 913-586-7798 here on Dana and Parks. No, you're not. You're in pre-check. <laughs> Can I ask a question about pre-check? Yes. First of all, A, why do we have to pay for it? And B, what I-, I mean, all you have to do is fill out a little form, right? And yeah. pay 75 bucks or something? I think it's a little bit more than that. But I, you just have to have your, you have to have like three, it's sort of like getting your driver's license. You have to have your passport and you have to. Yeah, I mean, it's essentially just an additional piece of profit for the theater security that is TSA in the first place. So you already know that I tra- I traveled this year to, for example, London. Last year, I went to Jamaica and South Carolina a couple of times to bury my best friend. Remember that, Michael? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go on. So they know that I'm a traveler in good standing. Uh-huh. Is that fair to say? Yes. So why not just give me TSA pre? Because they want your money. Exactly. It's also a second level of, like, you have to go through a certain, I don't weeding out, I don't know, whatever the... Well, I know the vetting? global is more in-depth. I'd but I'm pretty it. sure just TSA pre, you just fill out the application, submit your ID, and you're pay good to mo- go. No, no, no. Pay oh, money. Sorry. Pay we'll money. Cut a check. Yep. If you pay the global pass, you TSA pre is included. Glo- global pass is way more expensive. And I have been traveling with many a person who has had the global pass, and I had to wait and go through customs like a regular schmo. 913-586-7798. Pamela in Lenexa. Pamela, Hi, hello. Pamela. Hi, guys. <laughs> So this is a very common thing with my husband and I. He travels, well, we both travel internationally, but he travels a lot more 
than me for work. Um, and he generally goes through the TSA pre-check on his own. He does have the global, um, and that does require going to um, making an appointment. You physically have to show up and go through, you know, some questioning and all that. And I know, like, he had to go to Atlanta to get his. So just FYI. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. To, to get the global, he had to fly to it. To Atlanta just to get it? No, he was he was going to be going through Atlanta, and so he set his appointment up there. I, see. I do believe you can get it at KCI, but there are only certain airports you can get the global at. From last I knew, anyway. Uh, I think you are right. I think you are correct, Pamela. Yes. I plan to get mine soon. However, my husband likes to, you know, say, oh, you have to go over there in the commoner line. I'm going over here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes. I'm not quite that mean-spirited, Pamela. <laughs> uh, Pamela, how does, that make well, you, how does that make you feel? You know, I'm a minimalist when I travel anyway, so I'm usually quick and, you know, through and don't have any issues. Uh, you know, I've been traveling since way back when. So um, anyway, he but one time it butt, bit him in the butt because <laughs> he said that I get through security. You know, I'm like, where is he? We kind of had a short time frame and I'm thinking we're going to miss our flight. So I walked around the other side inside security to try to find him. And sure enough, they had flagged him and he did have his global at that time. I mean, they took him in the room. They stripped him down. They did everything. And so, of course, I sat there and took photos of him and posted it on our social media. This is what happens when you tell your wife to go to the commoner line. Oh, see, should have went to the commoner yeah. line. All right. Um, yeah, well, thank you. From thank the you text the line, TSA pre requires fingerprints and a background check. It's a whole thing. Okay. Uh, here's my fingerprint and do the background check. And here's your $75. Bingo. Bingo. John in Kansas City. John, Hi, John. good afternoon. Hey, y'all. How you doing? Super. Thanks for asking. Michael, I just got to tell you, I love you. I love you too, John. I'll see you in the pre-check line. Absolutely. Now, here's the deal. Preach, TSA pre-check versus standard TSA is basically you pay a fee, you go off-site to an FBI office, and you do a rigorous interview, make sure you tell them you haven't robbed a bank in five years. Haha, <laughs> not really. But um, basically, you don't have to take your shoes off. That's it? Well, that's the benefit you get, but you also get to go, uh, to, you know, you're, it's, it's for the beautiful people or the rich people. You go through faster versus standard where you got to go through this huge maze and take forever if it's crowded flight. Well, now, on the other hand, um, we do live in a post-911, uh, and now it's December 7th today. Well, we're in all these attacks and stuff. So the, Michael is right, the extra layer of security. We just want to make sure passengers are who they say they are, and that no one is amongst us who would cause any restless well, harm. So, but that, but all of that is fine, John. But, but that's what my passport is for. It, it's who I say I am. It's who I claim to be. And here is a passport that was issued to me by the U.S. government. But you said something just a minute ago. You said you referred to the t uh, TSA pre-line as, I believe, the line for the the beautiful and the rich. But it, it really isn't. I mean. It, as long as you can afford 75 bucks, anybody could get pre. You would think, but actually it takes an offsite interview with the FBI. It takes about six weeks and six months. You have to be able to travel. A lot of people can't do that. Hmm. Okay. 
It's a but, whole thing. And John, when I see you at the airport, you yell Marco and then I'll yell Polo. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Renee in Liberty. Hi, Renee. Hi. I, this is kind of along the same lines as a TSA pre-check. But when I went to get my driver's license renewed, you know how you get for the real ID purposes mm-hmm. to be able to fly and stuff. Well, for women, you had to have a proof of name change. I've been married over 30 years ago. My wedding certificate or whatever marriage license is in the basement of the courthouse covered in cobwebs <laughs> on microfish probably. So that was just an added extra bummer thing I had to do. Did How long did it take for you to get your name change documentation? Um, not that long because my husband happened to be working at the county courthouse at that time, so he went and got it. Mm-hmm. But seriously, you. it was on microfish. It was great. Um, but then this has happened right before COVID, so I really haven't gone back to be able to do it. So, get, But I'm not flying anywhere anyway. So. Renee, get on that because I feel like there's a trip in your immediate future. Telephone number here is 913-586-7798, 586-7798. Jacob in Overland Park. Hi, Jacob. Hey, how's it going, guys? We're doing well. Uh, Thank you. I am, uh, I'm global entry. I'm TSA pre, of course, and uh, and then we're also clear, my wife and I. So um, we use all three. So we travel internationally at least once a year. Uh, we just came back from Cancun, going to Paris next week. Um, and so we use that, and that cuts down uh, a lot of time having global entry, especially when you're coming in, because sometimes these hubs will book a bunch of flights landing at the same time, and then you've got a 1,000 people trying to get back into the country global entry you just kind of go right around um what, what, the thing about me, TSA, hey, jacob let me yeah. inter- can i interrupt you for a second I, i'm yeah. ve- i'm very familiar with what tsa pre is what is global entry global entry is like uh the equivalent of tsa pre for getting back into the u.s when you've traveled abroad i see so you know you know when you're traveling you come back in and you're going through customs mm-hmm. and you wait in the huge line everything Global entry is a separate line down at the end that you just walk right through, and uh, there's a lot of, like, facial recognition technology and stuff going on, and you just walk right in. Now, does, hey, it, does it work when you're trying to get into a foreign country or only when you're trying Ameri- to get back in? It's just in? the U.S., right, no, Jacob? Only getting into the U.S. Okay. All right. And Let's... the nice thing about TSA Pre that I will say is now, like, especially at KCI, you can do clear, which clear allows you – to skip the TSA pre-line. And so for the cities that have a lot of TSA pre-travelers, think of cities like Washington, D.C., you can skip the TSA pre-line by doing clear. Okay. I've considered clear. I've considered clear. It's worth it, especially if you travel a lot. Um, It's just not, you know, you can kind of get rid of one level of hassle. The truth is, is like one guy called and said that you have to go and get interviewed by the FBI. That's not really right. You just go to a background check place like you would for work or something. They ask you some questions. You do a fingerprint. Super easy. And, uh, and then you get an email with your known traveler ID number. Global entry is a little bit trickier because you've got to get interviewed face-to-face by a uh, Homeland Security officer. And I think that got a little bit messed up at KCI with the new airport being built. Um, they weren't doing as many interviews. And, and then sometimes, it's like, we're traveling around the holidays. It's tough for people to get uh, an extra 
uh, agent to do uh, an interview during the busy season. Okay. All right, Jacob, thank you, man. Do Thanks, appreciate Jacob. the call. Really do appreciate the information. 913-586-7798-586-7798. Don't forget to check out the Dana Parks podcast. Available anytime you want, anywhere you go. Just go to kmbz.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, speaking of travel, I have a bit of good news I want to share with you guys. Please. So, you know that a few years ago, um, I became an esteemed member of the Society of American Travel Writers. And believe me, that took a village because they have a lot of uh, hoops that you have to jump through. I remember how proud you were. I was. We were proud for you. It was a very big deal. Does it come with TSA (laughs) pre-check? It does not. But wouldn't that be... Amazing. So or anyway, wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't wouldn't that be nice? So anywho, um, my tenure uh, a, as a uh, in the Society of American Travel Writers uh, was coming to a close, and I was like, oh, because there's such a long list of it's like jumping through hoops to you know get back on board. So I thought, well, you know, I'm going to throw my hat into the proverbial ring and see if I can get it re-upped for another couple of years. And I'll be darned if I didn't get a renewal. Say what? Say what? hey So, yours. Good for you, buddy. Thank you. And you know how much I love to travel and how much I love to write. So it has become quite the little fabulous side gig, side hustle for me to, uh, to write. Are you going anywhere fun soon? As a matter of fact, I am. Like, literally, the day that I got um, my renewal accepted, the fine folks of Visit Lake Charles, Louisiana, reached out and said, hey, would you like to come visit Lake Charles, Louisiana for a so how do, let long me, weekend? Let, let me ask you something. Yes, sir. How, how does that work? Um you're a travel writer. Yes. It's sort of is it fair is it fair to say I don't want to insult you. Is it fair to say that's kind of a side gig? Oh yes, for sure. Okay. So, from time to time, it's not a regular thing for you. No, no. But you'll travel and then you'll come back to Kansas City and you'll write about it. Exactly. You'll write about your travel. I've been doing it for about 8 years for a variety of different publications I, and I, outlets. I recall last year if I'm not mistaken, you went up to the Horn of Wisconsin. Yeah, that was one of the biggest trips I've ever took. That one was like, it was Door County, Wisconsin. And Door it County, was that's right. a 
Mazing. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll go anywhere that anybody asks me, but I really enjoy when I get invited to places so, that I've never been before. So, so how do, like, for Lake Charles, Louisiana, how do they know to reach out to you to come down, visit their community, write about it? I'm assuming if, if they're inviting you to come down, they're going to show you all the all the stops. They're going to, you know. Roll out the proverbial red carpet. Yes. yes. In, in hopes that you're going to write an article that's flattering. There's usually some sort of theme to it. Um, but I think, the, I think the fine folks in Lake Charles, Louisiana, I think they did a little recon on me because I had written extensively about Shreveport. And they were like, oh, this kid can write. Oh, and he's very flattered. He loves him some Louisiana, which I... I truly you do. do. I, do. I, I remember I do when love, you went to Shreveport. I yeah. do love me some Louisiana. So I'm going to go, and um, it is a culinary tour. So I get to eat my way through Lake Charles. I don't even know what that entails. So do, do communities like Door County, Wisconsin, or Lake Charles, Louisiana, I'm assuming that they have money set aside for some sort of tourism Correct. Uh, budget, and then they hire writers like yourself. It doesn't have to be you, obviously, but people like you to come in and then write. Okay, great. Well, you're going to Lake Charles, Louisiana, but how do they know that whatever you write is ever going to be published? Well, usually you have to haha, pitch to uh, certain publications ahead of time. Now, I have quite a few travel mags and travel websites in my back pocket that I can write about just because I have a, a little bit of gravitas. I'm certainly not like National Geographic, that's for sure. But um, I do I do a good spin on, um, I, you know, I, I'm a foodie, and so I have that outlet. And then I usually try and parlay some sort of LGBTQ spin on it. So um, we'll see what, hmm. what uh, Lake Charles has for the LGBTQ community. Have so. you ever written for Lake and Stream? For Lake and Stream? I have not written for Lake and Stream or fishing or whatever. Field is it Field and Stream? What are the? I don't, I don't know. I don't I'm just know. I'm just making up names. I have no idea. Stream and Field and Fish. <laughs> I don't know. So um, no, I write for uh, uh, several different publications. So that is one of them. Um, is a, you used to write for. Do you still write for the Pitch? Occasionally? Oh, I, I write a lot yeah. for the Pitch, and I'm gonna have. I have a. I I dropped a name earlier. I don't want. I'm not ready to announce it yet. But on Monday, I'm gonna be filling in on Monday. I got an exclusive interview with a big-time celebrity, and we're going to play a little of that interview. How's that for a tease? You don't want to share that right now? I do not want to share oh, that negative information, it. but right. I'm very proud of it. All so, right. yeah, so I'm off to Lake Charles, hopefully towards the end of January, to eat my way through the city and see all that there is to offer. A story here from CNN. A woman who threw a bowl of hot food in the face of a Chipotle worker has been sentenced to a month in jail. And two months working a fast food job. I love this. Videos of the woman, Rosemary Hain, berating Chipotle worker Emily Russell on September 5th and then throwing the food in her face at close range went viral. Rosemary Hain, a 39-year-old mother of four, pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor assault charge and received the sentence last week in Parma, Ohio. Judge Timothy Gilligan gave her the choice of a 90-day jail sentence or a 30-day sentence on top of 60 days working a fast food job. Said Judge Gilligan at the hearing, speaking to Rosemary Hain, do you want to walk in her shoes for two months and learn how people should treat people 
or do you just want to do jail time? Said oh. Hain, said Hain, I'd like to walk in her shoes. Hain has yet to find her fast food job. Gilligan and her attorney told CNN, but her attorney, Joseph O'Malley, said that his client had no criminal record before the incident and that she is truly sorry for what she did. Yeah, whatever. Judge Gilligan said that Hain will have to have her job approved by the court. It has to be fast food, and she will have to work there 20 hours per week. Temper, temper. Now, I, I love think, this. I love this. I think they should take it one step further because there are some cush jobs inside a fast food restaurant. I, I worked at Panera for a couple of years. I worked all of the different jobs. Well, Panera's kind of casual dining, but I see your point. She should be forced to work dish pit for the entire duration of her 20 hours a week for two months. <laughs> Just so she would have to interact with anyone but dirty dishes. No, I I don't want her working in the in the dish area. I, I want her actually having to deal with people. Because, I guess that is the whole point of the punishment. Because, but have you worked in a dish pit? Uh, I've worked fast food several times. I, I, my first job was at a Burger King in a nondescript country on another continent. Um, I worked at Sonic. Alemania. I, Alemania. I, I worked at Sonic in Leavenworth. I worked at... Uh, Papa John's in, not, not Papa John's, uh, Little Caesars in Leavenworth. I worked at Pizza Hut for 10 years. You worked at Pizza Hut for 10 years? I started on the day I turned 16, and I left the day after I turned 26, because I knew I would get a 10-year award or whatever, 10-year. Would you get pizza? Pizza. I don't remember what it was. It was worth it. It was worth staying that extra six months. So I worked there all through college. I do love me some Pizza Hut. Why did you still work there after college? Uh, because I worked at a TV station in Des Moines. <laughs> Enough <laughs> said. <laughs> I think I made as much, if not more, in tips working at, at Pizza, Pizza Hut. Hut. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, I think I back think... when Pizza Huts had lobbies where people could sit and eat oh, the pizza. We were, it was the Altoona Pizza Hut, and it was right across the street from Adventureland, so it was next to a theme park, so we were never not busy. So it was just chaos all the time. But uh, yeah, my very first job at a TV station in Des Moines paid, well, I don't want to tell you what it paid, but I was there for seven years, and guess how much I made when I left? Well, t tell, I'll tell you what I made in my first job in radio. Well, no, after seven years... I was making $21,000 a year. Well, so when I came down, when I went to Orlando and then I came here, I was like, oh, it's like manna from heaven. They're just raining money down upon me. Raining. Now I look yeah, back. The cost of living was dude, higher, too. Well, uh, dude, I remember in 1994, I got, uh, I was graduating from KU, mm -hmm. got my, and literally the day of graduation, I get a job offer from KOFO down in Ottawa. Okay. And I, I, I had no job prospects. I, there was, I had nothing lined up. Uh, I was working as an assistant manager in an apartment complex in Lawrence. That I was going to just keep doing that until I found a job in media. I get this job offer literally as I'm walking out the door to go to graduation. And That's a good sign. The, the owner of KOFO, and I think he's still the owner, a guy named Brad Howard, uh, he and I were on the phone, and he, I, he, I said, when do you need me to start? He said, 5 o'clock tomorrow morning. I'm like, okay. And I, I was dating, not married yet, to Shonda. And she was she was at the apartment. And, and I'm like, okay. And um, 
can, and I was so nervous. And I remember saying, I said, can I ask, what does it pay? And he goes, yeah, it pays $15,000 a year. And I said, you got it. I'll I'm be, in. I'll be there. And I remember hanging up the phone, and I looked at Shonda, and I go, we're rich. <laughs> I, I thought we were. I thought I, I had never seen $15,000 in my life. And I looked at her, and I said, we are rich. We're in the money. We're in the... Hey, question. So... Do you did you have your quote unquote radio voice back then? Yes. You've always had this voice. Oh no. I, I thought you were asking, like, did I try to soup it up or something? Oh no, but Wh- you tried I, to soup it up. Yes, I hey, did. Hey, kids and gappers, listen yes. on the radio. Yes. KOFO. Hey, good morning, everybody. It's Scott Parks on 1220 Country KOFO. Because one time I don't yeah, I, I did that. I, I don't remember who it was, but somebody found um a demo tape from Jonathan Weir's very first time on the radio, can, and he sounded like a Smurf. Like he sounded <laughs> like he was like, "Hello, I'm Jonathan Weir," and Jonathan actually got up out of the chair, walked out of the room, I believe it. and refused to come it's back. It's embarrassing in until who? it's so embarrassing. I mean, no, nobody can sound as amazing as I did on my first day. So, actually, you've always had a little bit of gravitas in your voice because it's thanks because it's. No, I sounded horrible my first ever live newscast, but that was because I was so nervous that I wasn't inhaling. So I was just... So you ran out of air? Yeah, forcing more air out of air. I have an old sound check from the old, like 20-something years ago. Oh, this I in my phone. I'll see if I can find it. I'll see if I can find it. 913-586-7798-586-7798. Sam Stevie the third. He is Michael Mackey from Michael Mackey. Filling in today for Dana Wright. My name is Scott Parks here on KMBZ. Went a little long in that last segment, apparently. It's because I was yammering on about whatever it is I was yammering on about. Pizza Uh, Hut. (laughs) Hit the hut. Story here from Reuters. Uh, SpaceX, which is run by Elon Musk, has approached investors about another tender offer that would value the company at above $175 billion. Man. Man. You know, somebody did the math, and I I can't remember what the exact numbers were, but it was like if he managed to amass $10,000 every day starting from the beginning of recorded time, he still wouldn't have as much money as he has today. Wait a minute. Say that again slowly so that that I can't remember what the exact number was, but it was something ridiculous like that as if if he, he, if he he were able to gain 10 grand every day since the beginning of recorded time. So like the first documented piece of paper, he still wouldn't have as much money as he has today. That is insane. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> 10 grand a day from the beginning of recorded history. Wow. Hmm. Well, I feel poor. <laughs> Me I'm too. Gonna, I'm going to go play the lottery right after this. I just want to make 10 grand this month. I don't even that's have 10 not, grand. That's not going to happen. <laughs> I just want to have 10 grand. <laughs> <laughs> wow. In just one month, I'd like to someday make 10 grand. That would be sweet and fun. Hey, somebody just texted in about your, I saw it in the stack, about the giant turkey-sized holiday meatballs. Isn't that a thing? 
Somebody You're just talking text- about I- Ikea's? Yeah. Thing? Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that next hour. How's that for, for sure. a tease? Also, Giant I- holiday hey, meatballs. You guys want to play a game next hour? Yes! You want to play Ultimate Hummers or... What oh. you mean Dueling Hummers? Yes. I don't know what that is, but I'm in. Because I love Hummers. The game. A <laughs> lot. Thank you for clarifying. You're welcome. Dueling Hummers Stop. is when you go back and forth. It's a good game. Yeah, let's do, let's do uh, Dueling Hummers next hour. All right. All I right. like it. Sounds good. Uh, 5.30 or 5.45? Uh, let's go 5.30 so we have extra time. 5.30. Oh, Sounds yeah. good to oh, me. Oh, yeah. Uh, news coming up with Dan Weinbaum in about two minutes here on Dan and Parks. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.